0: So now I've, I've been
1: hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the damage has been done. Damage is done. So do you remember what we're going over this week? Like all
0: the bad decisions we've made throughout our entire <laughs> lives.
1: <laughs> that would be like a four part series. Yeah. Um, It's about like ghost stories from different states.
0: Yes. We talked about you were going to do a list episode of. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that begs the question. What do you call a ghost who only haunts Town Hall? (laughs) The Nightmare? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that one a lot. Oh, good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Nightmare. That reminds me of one of our favorite songs, The Night Moose. (laughs) I don't think... We never really figured out what the lyrics are to that song.
1: So there's a Bob Seger song that's supposed to be called
0: Night Moves. Night Moose? Yeah. You've been sitting on this knowledge for how many years?
1: Oh, like probably three. Holy hell, I don't
0: even know you. I thought it
1: was called Night Moose. That's what I thought. Working on the Night Moose. Working on the Night Moose.
0: That, it could have been a train, the Night Moose. And I drew a picture of a moose in armor. (laughs) But, uh... Because we
1: couldn't figure out if it was like a nighttime moose, or like a night moose, like, with swords. Yeah. Yeah. I like
0: a nighttime moose, but I, like, like... that could mean so many things. Well, like
1: he has like a cigar and like like the cigar coat. Oh, you know? you're thinking
0: like Moose after dark.
1: After dark.
0: <laughs> I was thinking a night Moose, like he worked the graveyard shift. At a oh, no, paint I'm factory. thinking like
1: velvet jacket, like, <laughs> like Hugh Hefner kind of Moose. Like Joe Camel, <laughs> but a Moose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we were doing a thing, weren't we? Doing a podcast, is that right?
0: Yeah, so we're doing a podcast. <laughs> Before we get rolling into the episode, the episode is about ghost stories, so we are going to share a promo for a little podcast. Some people have probably heard of called the Ghost Story Guys. I don't know if you listen to this that much. I listen to it.
1: A lot. I haven't. I'm sorry.
0: Well, that's that's because you've been binging another podcast. Yes. That is the promo for next episode. Yes. So we will we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, but no, the Ghost Story Guys is really great. It's Ian and Brennan. I think they're both authors. I know Brennan Storr is an author. He wrote a book called A Strange Little Place. It's about, like, hauntings and stuff. Um, I've actually been listening to the audiobook. Ooh. I'm so fancy. And it's really good. He's a really good author. I haven't listened to any of Ian's books yet, but it's just I haven't got around to them. <laughs> they have a really great chemistry and a really nice approach to ghost stories. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to describe. Like, it's not just hearing ghost stories. Like, it's kind of like, a. Uh, a much much better version of this
1: show <laughs> no no all no. shows are a much better version of this one
0: <laughs> no it's they tell ghost stories but it's like you can tell especially with them being authors they have a real passion for storytelling and mm-hmm. they have a real passion for just the nature of stories like what they are yeah so we're gonna go ahead and listen to their promo and we'll be right back i'm Brendan store i'm ian gibbs we're the ghost story guys And every two weeks, we bring you true stories of the paranormal. Well, the healthy side of skepticism. Do you really need to lead with the skepticism? I just feel like it'll save us angry emails later. Yeah, because that's the only reason we get angry emails. Okay, look, there's no pleasing some people. (laughs) I saw a goddamn shadow man walk across the living room, but God help me if I tell him the Warrens are full of shit. (laughs) Anyways, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, CastBox, and everywhere else podcasts live. That was great. I don't know if they'll play that, this <laughs> yeah,
1: so They sound like we could be best friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like, it's a much better version of our show. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and like that doesn't even feel like a promo that really feels like they just took like a, a chunk of the show mm-hmm. and we're just like here listen to this if you like it come listen if yeah not- yeah so that's the ghost story guys if you've somehow never heard of them what the hell are you doing like <laughs> listening to this and not ever having heard of them uh go give them a listen like share subscribe do whatever you can do to show them some love the show like i said it's it's amazing it's got a really nice chill vibe and i listen to it when i work
1: chill vibe not my hysterical laughing they have vibe. Some,
0: there's some very masculine versions of your laugh that showcase on that oh, show occasionally sweet
1: can we do a crossover
0: <laughs> just you guys laughing back and
1: forth <laughs> yeah at
0: unspoken jokes
1: i love that
0: so tell us a little bit about
1: today's episode so today's episode is brought to you by no i'm just kidding we don't have sponsors
0: <laughs> <laughs> bullshit i sponsor the show i bought these mics <laughs>
1: <laughs> i bought mine
0: that's true. We we sponsored the show. Yeah, bitch. Continue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so our first story is from Alabama. Okay. And I just want to mention that um I couldn't remember the alphabetic like states, so I had to Google like which state came first in the alphabet, <laughs> and they told me that Alabama came first. So. <laughs> oh man. Have you heard of the steamship Eliza Battle? No. Oh good, because I didn't either.
0: Oh, good, I can just make some shit up now. <laughs>
1: I'll just read whatever's on this paper. In October 1857, British citizen Charles McKay left London for North America as an extensive tour of the US and Canada. Cool. During a stop in Alabama, he saw the elegant steamship Eliza Battle moored on a landing alongside the, and I'm gonna butcher this, Tom Bigby River. That sounded pretty good. Yeah, sure, butchering it. Its size and grandeur made a strong impression on McKay. That's why, just days later, he was shocked to learn that the size-wheeled paddle steamer had burned, killing many passengers and crew in the Inferno, or forcing them to freeze to death in the icy river water. Jesus! I Out like of the frying pan into the freezer. <laughs> we shouldn't I... laugh about
0: people who died, that's horrible.
1: Well, I like to start off on like a really happy note, and this is what we're doing today.
0: <laughs> that's that's crazy. I didn't know that like a boat like that- oh, I guess the steamer. I was <laughs> like, I- 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 <laughs> up. i didn't know that like a ship like that could just catch fire but i think now that i think about it i'm like oh yeah that makes total sense yeah
1: so the eliza battle was built in new albany indiana in 1952. she had a carrying capacity of 316 tons in 1854 a reception for president millard fillmore was held on board the sophisticated ship with festivities including a live band. (laughs) Ba-ba-ba-bum.
0: That's always the way, right? Yeah. Anytime there's a tragedy, whenever you read about it, like in a historical document, Mm -hmm. they always preface it by being like, so here's all the unnecessary shit that was there. (laughs) Yeah. And there was a band and a pinata, and they had a (laughs) hayride.
1: A hayride on the ship. (laughs) (laughs) On a fine day... The sights along the steamer's journey from Columbus, Mississippi to Mobile, Alabama, were breathtaking. On the Tom Bigby River banks, rich with limestone, were white and high. Long strands of white moss dangled from the tree branches. Abundant clusters of mistletoe took up residence in host trees along the river. The pearly berries glistening in the sun. Early on the morning of March 1st, 1858, however, the Eliza Battle would see her last voyage. That's very poetic.
0: Yeah, I like that. That was... I mean, it's a little flowery, but I like that. It paints a picture while still maintaining the facts.
1: Was it that day? Like, was it that nice of a day, do you think? (laughs) Like, do you think that they're just adding some, like, flavor? Or was it just like, eh, it was a day. like (laughs) Sunny afternoon in June. (laughs) (laughs) Mother was making some sweet tea. But on, uh, onto Murder Boat. Wait, murder? I thought it was like a fire. Well, I mean, people are dying and being killed by things.
0: Fire's not sentient. It can't commit murder. <laughs> it can just kill things. That's where that thing is, fire burns. Like, it does what it does. Uh-huh. Holy shit, do you think fire might be sentient and we just don't really understand, like, the full
1: Absolutely sentience? I do. Holy crap,
0: that... I have to rethink every meal I've ever cooked.
1: <gasps> oh, where I no. forced
0: some kind of weird plasmic <laughs> being to make food for my family.
1: That's... I hate that.
0: Honestly, it's probably a shit-beating if we can make it work in a stove for free. (laughs) Burn these crushed herbs. I want my house to smell good.
1: (laughs) Between afternoon and evening, temperatures fell 40 degrees. A strong northern wind made steering the ship difficult. Nonetheless, it left Demopolis, Alabama, carrying a crew of 45, 60 passengers, anywhere from 1,200 to 400 bales of cotton, depending on the account. There the Eliza- was
0: cotton on the boat. <laughs> cotton next to all the barrels of kerosene. <laughs> Across from that were all the candle wicks. <laughs> oh no. Crates of matches.
1: <laughs> Inflammable. <laughs> the Eliza battle had faced trouble before, even a previous fire, so the captain was certain they could overcome this storm as well. Sadly though, the steamer had run out of luck. I like that. Ran out of luck. Tough luck, steamer. Sorry all the other people on board. <laughs> Which, um, by the way... Who said, shiver me timbers on the ghost ship? I'm not feeding into this. (laughs) The skeleton crew. (laughs) That's the only ghost ship joke I can find. I hope you appreciate that. Did Lily tell you that joke? (laughs) No. Oh, man. That sounds like a joke from our daughter. So, an hour or two after midnight, passengers heard the cry they most feared. Fire. na, na. na.
0: And there are no cannons on board, so they were like, shit, it's going down.
1: (laughs) Most were in their nightclothes, insignificant protection against the intense cold and immediately froze water to the deck and forced icicles on the paddle wheels. How the blaze started, no one knew or had time to ponder. What was evident was that the bales of cotton had ignited, and the flames were rapidly leaping from one to the next thanks to the heavy winds.
0: Uh, it's like, you see that in some of these disasters where it's like a recipe for destruction. Like when we talked about the theater that burned down. Yeah. And it was like everything that could possibly go wrong in a situation like that definitely went wrong.
1: Oh, for sure. Like, like there's some sentient cosmic being who's super pissed.
0: Yeah, this is, this is some destination or... Er... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Final destination? Final destination.
0: I was a destination unknown. <laughs> That's a completely different thing. I'm tired. <laughs>
1: Mothers and children moved towards the deck rails in panic. There was no accessing the life rafts. The fire had seen to that. Sentient fire! Oh,
0: that is such a poetic way to write it, but still, like, like it, you know, kind of a... It, you almost feel the hopelessness of the people on board, like, yeah. the fire had seen to that. And it's like, oh god!
1: The fire had specifically seen to that, like... Fuck these boats. Yeah. <laughs> Quick-thinking men threw as-yet-underguided cotton balls into the water. Cotton bales, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just just individual cotton balls. What a
0: futile gesture.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Urging loved ones and strangers alike to use them as rafts. Wouldn't that suck up the water?
0: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, wouldn't it just get heavy with more freezing water? Yeah. Jesus.
1: I don't know, maybe I've never seen bales of cotton, so who knows? Yeah, to
0: be fair, I have no idea what they look like or how absorbent they are, and I guess if the option is get onto a giant freezing cold, you know, pile of wet cotton, or just mm-hmm. hang out in the cold river, I'll take my chances on the bale of cotton.
1: All I can think of is that Revan Horton's heat song, Bales of Cocaine, Bales of cocaine. yeah, <laughs> that probably would have been more helpful in this situation.
0: I don't think cocaine floats, I mean, this is besides the point, No, honestly. you're gonna be
1: stoned while dying, like, fine.
0: No, you'll be swimming at 25 miles an hour back to shore. <laughs>
1: still more helpful than cotton. Fair enough. Captain S. Graham Stone recommended the opposite course. He told passengers to remain aboard rather than brave the freezing Tom Bigby River. Tom Bigby River. It's so hard, I don't know why. He would, said Stone, navigate towards the riverbank where they would deboard safely but the water was high, the banks swollen, and the current swift. Stone had to fight to reach the shore. Finally, the ship came to rest at Kemp's Landing, near the modern Route 114 bridge across the Tom Bigby. But there was yet another problem. The tall steamships aligned with the trees rather than the land.
0: Wow. Oh, because the water was so high. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow.
1: Passengers and crews struggled to grasp onto any limb within reach. Hypothermia made it impossible for most to hang on for very long. Some tied themselves to branches using any means available. Handkerchiefs, suspenders, belts, and cravats. I don't know what that is. A cravat. Oh, not a Lenny Kravitz? (laughs) It's never Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) Mothers bound themselves to their sons and daughters and then to the branches to prevent them from falling in the river. Men, women, and children hung in the trees like strange human fruit. (laughs) This article says strange human fruit waiting for rescue until one by one many died in place or dropped into the frigid depths.
0: Wow. That's heinous.
1: Yeah, I didn't mean for this story to be so dark, but What's here What's up are. with
0: that captain, though? Like, Let's talk about that. <laughs> People are like, we'll make makeshift rafts. Yeah. And we'll throw them in the water. He's like, no, 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 everyone just relax, stay on board. You know what? We'll go to shore. <laughs> you can all get off at your leisure. It's just like, that's the most, that's the kind of stupid-ass leadership that's like present everywhere right now in the world.
1: I mean, it's better than the Titanic where they just drink brandy.
0: Dude, no way. Like <laughs> no way. The the musicians at the end were like, fuck it, we're gonna get drunk and play these instruments until boat sinks. Like, yeah, what else do you do? Like <laughs> just chill. That's better than the captain being like, Well hold on, it was just one iceberg. Let's just wait till we get to New York before we all start jumping ship. <laughs>
1: like You know, speaking of um people in businesses and employees and all that stuff. Just get it out. <laughs> just get it out. What is a ghost boxer called? A phantom weight. We
0: haven't seen ghosts in this story yet. These jokes are writing checks that the story is not (laughs) cashing.
1: Upon hearing the word of fire, local residents ran to the rescue. Many accepted these distressed strangers into their home without question or hesitation. Another steamer. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Another steamer, Magnolia, retrieved those poor souls who had chosen to take their chances in the water. Charles McKay, who was writing about his tour for a newspaper back in England, reported that 28 of those who took refuge in the trees perished. The actual number of deaths on and off ship varies according to source. Some say 33 died in total, others put the figures in 40s. Although this is unlikely considering the number of people on board compared to the number of survivors. Several bodies were simply never found. Holy
0: crap. I bet the people in the trees probably died either from heat or from the smoke. Jesus. That sucks. Like You think you're getting away, basically. These like, are
1: no. one of those things where, like, this makes ghosts. If ghosts are real, ghosts are here. <laughs>
0: this is kind of tragic human stupidity that generates supernatural activities. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's. I can't believe they didn't find some of the bodies. That means they just went downriver. And that was it. Like, they're gone. Sorry. Yeah, that's awful. That's super awful.
1: Stories abound of courage and selflessness during the catastrophe. Dr. S.W. Clayton, an Alabama native and respected man in his field, tied a female friend to a limb tree and then wrapped his coats around her as further protection. He succeeded in fastening stuff to a branch as well, but to no avail. Both were found frozen to death.
0: What a bro. At least he tried.
1: Yeah. One husband managed to hoist a cotton bale overboard and succeed in placing his wife and child on top of it. Not wanting to capsize them, he jumped into the river, hoping they would make it to shore. His family survived. He perished.
0: Dude's a legend.
1: hmm Captain Stone, his son Frank Singleton Stone, and other crew members were commended for their bravery in assisting passengers before being the last to leave the ship. So, I mean, there's some super wicked bravery in this.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, uh, to be fair, it kind of... To be fair. ...was his fault that they were on the shore where people died anyway. Like, in more creative ways, like suffocating in the trees and shit. I mean, fair. (laughs) I would be like, no, no, asshole. You stay here. (laughs) You make sure there's no one left on the boat.
1: You have to sing the Celine Dion song. Uh, (laughs) It's just what you have to do. So today, the Eliza battle sits in two large, decaying chunks, 28 feet deep on the floor of the Tom Bigby. Or does she? Bump
0: bum, bum.
1: <laughs> Scores of witnesses tell of the burning ghost ship desperately attempting safe landing on the Tom Bigby Riverbank. Some have described hearing screams of terror and pleas for rescue. Is it the crew and passengers of the Eliza battle reliving that night of terror? Or do these events live only in the vivid imaginations of sympathetic persons who've heard the tale? We don't know, but we'll be listening and watching the next time we cross the Route 114 bridge between Pennington and... Oh, boy. Nanphalia? Okay. God, I'm so sorry to anyone from Alabama. <laughs> so
0: this is a pretty new one for me because, I mean, obviously ghost ships are a concept in pop culture and folklore. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've ever heard a real story about a ghost ship where people were like, yeah, we've seen the ghost ship on the river. Yeah. I've never heard a story like that before. That's really fascinating. And then there was that one movie, Ghost Ship. From the cultural wasteland of the early 2000s that is absolute garbage. I think the only story I... (laughs) So, yeah, sorry, Lacey just dropped her phone (laughs) out of nowhere and it crashed (laughs) and it was a big mess. Um,
1: It sure was, baby. It sure was, baby.
0: I mean, the only ghost ship that I can recall from even like folklore is like the Flying Dutchman. (laughs) And that's not just from Spongebob, it's like a real (laughs) ship. I thought
1: for years it was just Spongebob.
0: No, well, there's, like, a phenomenon whose name completely escapes me right now, Mm -hmm. where on the horizon, there's, like, an optical illusion that can make ships that are far away on the horizon look like they're floating up above the water. Yeah. And that's where, like, the myth of the Flying Dutchman comes from.
1: Oh, that's neat.
0: Yeah, it's a really... I love that there's, like, a real-world explanation, and (laughs) that's it. There's There's no one looking for the Flying Dutchman or anything. Yeah. I've never heard it... As a contemporary story like this, you know, fairly contemporary. Yeah,
1: as far as human history goes.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is a really cool story. I'm, I'm super in- not. <laughs> I'm really into the story <laughs> about all the people dying. Just a ghost ship in general yeah. is really cool.
1: <laughs> God, what happened to the ghost who went to the party?
0: <laughs> Making jokes about parties right now. <laughs> <About> people are <laughs> suffocating. <laughs> Shit, Jesus.
1: He had a whale of a time.
0: no no i refuse to acknowledge that one that one's garbage that one's terrible you had a whale of a time
1: does does this make you wail in pain no what you could have said (laughs) is
0: (laughs) what what do the skeletons on the ghost ship do at night what they go to the dead man's party
1: (laughs) oh oh damn
0: man step your game up jeez i just made that one up (laughs) god
1: i'm so ashamed
0: in case you're wondering, it's as easy as it looks. <laughs> that is a ghost. I mean, are there, there sightings still?
1: I try to look for like real sightings, you know, like not part of a story or like a ghost story, like a no sleep kind of thing. But I couldn't find any, like I look for on Reddit and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I couldn't find any first hand accounts. It's just people, some people claim to be hearing.
0: They heard screams. from a friend of a friend.
1: Yeah, that kind of thing.
0: I, you know, honestly, I, I still really like that. I feel like even though there's not... People aren't trying to prove it's real kind yeah. of thing. It's still like it's been... Wo- a tragedy has been woven into the fabric of that town, of that community. Mm-hmm. And it's become folklore. Yeah. I think that that's so... It's as culturally relevant, you know? Yeah. I think that's really, really cool. I mean, that's a really tragic and sad story. And mm-hmm. the fact that it turned into... um a ghost story
1: yeah that acts as kind of a cautionary tale is pretty cool do you think there's still cotton in that water i don't know if cotton disintegrates it's, cotton is biodegradable oh yeah do you think it like messed up the the wildlife well i mean if it did
0: it's i have no way of know. i mean this was still a long time ago like, i'm
1: just curious <laughs> i'm a curious lady well we're, we're
0: focused i think more on the ghost story aspect what do you think that did to the ecosystem around here <laughs>
1: Excuse me for being environmentally friendly. I have those stupid metal straws. I'm uh-huh. doing my part.
0: <laughs> those are gross.
1: <laughs> oh, they really are. I'm
0: so happy that we have an alternative to save the environment because plastic straws are the devil. Like disposable, one-time-use products are kind of like the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. But God damn it, there's so many things taste like crap through a metal
1: straw. And the clanking of the teeth. Like <laughs> I'm. That's how my teeth are gonna fall out one day.
0: Yeah. Well, and if you have a very cold drink, the metal straw will conduct... When you go put it in your mouth, it's like biting into an ice cream cone. It's the <laughs>
1: worst. Oh, well, next we're going to Alaska, because Google said that that was in the alphabet. Nice. So next we have more of like a ghost ghost story, not just a tragedy that makes us all sad. Um, this is the Lonely Lady of Anchorage. That is the saddest sounding name.
0: <laughs> this one's not like sad. Anyway, it's the Lonely Lady <laughs> of Anchorage.
1: Well, it's um, their West High School. So she's like a sad lady who roams the halls.
0: Oh, so she's within a building.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's cool. That's. She's funny. not just a lonely lady like an Eleanor Rigby. Like. Well,
0: <laughs> I was thinking it was like a white lady type of situation. And I was like, this
1: is the most famous ghost they have? Oh, that's I went dumb. to like white lady. I was like, no, she's not a Karen. She's a ghost. <laughs> God. <laughs> so they say there's a lady in white. Well, I guess she is technically a lady in white. Jeez. They all are who haunts the old auditorium of Anchorage's West High School on the South Bluff overlooking Westchester Lagoon. That all sounds very spooky and I love it. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) She's been spotted on and off for decades, sometimes standing mute along the darkened seats in the cavernous and echoing space. Sometimes fleeing through corridors, sometimes lurking backstage, or in fluorescent lit basement halls. Is she Moaning Myrtle?
0: <laughs> I was about to say that! I was like, this sounds like Moaning Myrtle. This
1: is definitely Moaning Myrtle. Sometimes she's just
0: standing there, sometimes she's running through the halls and screaming. She hangs out in the auditorium or in the basement.
1: She hits on Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> Sorry. The most important thing, though, about this room, because it's a high school, obviously that would imply that either her death happened at the school yeah, or nearby. So... Was it a giant basilisk in the school, or was it outside the school?
1: <laughs> well, you know how like school lunches suck really bad,
0: <laughs> except for those rectangular pizzas. Oh my god, yes! Oh my god, I would, I would, I would get, I would throw out a Klondike bar for one of those.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you cross a ghost with a packet of potato chips? What? I don't know. Snacks that go crunch in the night. That <laughs> <laughs> is a oh. good one.
0: Oh my god. That is not. (laughs) Snacks that go crunch in the night.
1: Yeah, come on!
0: No, I'm good. I'm good with my decision on this one.
1: So the theater teacher, David Block, said, I've never ever seen a ghost in there. I can't say that I believe in ghosts.
0: I like the part where he says, I can't say I believe in ghosts. It's like, because there's a restraining order?
1: What do you mean by that?
0: I can't say that.
1: No. He nods. On the sly. Yeah. So I haven't seen her, but enough people have seen her that I have to believe that something's going on.
0: (laughs) What a nothing burger that statement
1: is.
0: (laughs) I haven't seen her, but maybe other people have. (laughs) That's so silly. Why'd they even talk to that guy? Much less include his interview in the article. And
1: he's a theater teacher. Uh, If anyone's into dramatics, this man is.
0: I don't know, his name is Mr. Block. (laughs) Sounds pretty straight-laced there.
1: (laughs) Sounds pretty square. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a good joke.
0: You should do more like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would, but I could never think of them. As the teenagers in Block's stage production class listened in awe silence, Block told them that the sightings have a remarkable consistency. Always a female, elusive, wearing white clothes. A variety of people, school officials, students, and visitors have contributed to the unsettling reports. Some witnesses claim that they never heard of any kind of West High School ghosts. In advance of their own weird encounters.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that—that kind of cinches it right there. Because mm-hmm. that we've we've seen a lot of stories where people have never even heard of the the story, basically. Yeah. Um, like here in town, we have a ghost that's supposed to haunt our local library. Oh yeah. And yeah, oh yeah! Right. Exactly. That's exactly the sentiment. And when we first started getting into paranormal investigating in our area, that was the first case we looked at. And I wrote to um. There's like a library historian. Well, mm-hmm. it's like the town historian who works at the library. And then I even talked to. Uh, there's somebody else at the library who can give information. You mm-hmm. know? Both of them were like, "Yeah, no, there's no ghost. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, there's it's there's not
1: even really a story." Or maybe. The ghost is possessing them. It's like, no, 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 ghost here.
0: The funny thing about that ghost, without going into too much detail, mm-hmm. is she didn't even die in the library. She died two states over <laughs> after working at the library for five years. That's what so,
1: that shining hotel one that we learned about.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and when I talk to people about it, when I say the ghost's name, people are go like, I have no idea who that is. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that that means there's no haunting at this high school. Especially the the theater teacher, he brings up a really good point, is the consistency in the sightings. Mm -hmm. The appearance and the activity being so consistent means that someone heard the story, then they have their own story. Then someone hears that story, and they have their own story. And just sort of retelling the same story over and over again in a sort of oral tradition kind of way. Mm Mm-hmm. So, while I really still enjoy that, because that kind of storytelling is like such a fundamental part of being a person.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that high school song I wanted. <laughs> I heard she wanted to marry a ghost. I can't think of what possessed her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's a good one. Thank you, thank you. Very hit and miss. I like that. <laughs> Keeps me on my toes.
1: You could say that you're on a roller ghoster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You got me dead to rights.
1: Everyone just stopped
0: listening. I kind of died a little bit inside
1: (laughs) as I said that.
0: Yeah, there's nobody listening now. It's basically (laughs) listeners dropped to zero at this point.
1: (laughs) Like we had any. No, just kidding. We love you guys. Another West haunting might include a former janitor, long deceased, who has been seen persistently sweeping the lobby when no one should be present, Block said.
0: That sounds like the worst afterlife ever. He
1: must have done some Freddy Krueger crap, because that is some (laughs) shit. (laughs) I think if you did some of the shit
0: that Freddy Krueger did, you would go to hell, not be a janitor (laughs) forever.
1: Weird side note, why did Freddy get all that power after he died? Like, why does he get to come back and be like...
0: They actually explain it in one of the movies, but I don't
1: there's I like didn't 13 dedicate, of them
0: <laughs> well I didn't really dedicate any memory space to that <laughs> I was just like yeah I need to know how to like file my taxes and stuff
1: I remember but my brain is trying to uh, remember Shaniqua don't live here no more so I have no space <laughs> that's what
0: you remember instead of facts is <laughs> yeah your, your brain has like 15 radio stations <laughs> all playing
1: one song on loop Shaniqua <laughs> don't live here no yeah I can't with that so, there have also been reports of footsteps tip-tapping around the corner of empty halls, slamming doors, lights switching on and off, all signs that one might not be alone as one thinks, especially when the hour is particularly late. Like 2, two p.m.? <laughs> the
0: day's almost over?
1: Particularly late. I can't even pronounce the word. Um, I mean, that's subjective.
0: Well, I mean, besides that, I can kind of vouch for that. Like, I've been at school late when it's nighttime for, you know, like we had a play or something. Necromancy. Yeah. Well, you know, we had a play or whatever. And schools are really spooky at night. because they are. I agree. Because, one, you're normally there in the daytime. Mm -hmm. So it feels kind of otherworldly to be there at night. Yeah. Also, schools, when they're not filled with kids, are really echoey yeah so you're hearing all kinds of noises all the time i mean it's possible that the person is actually hearing this stuff Mm -hmm. you know there's no real way to know but i mean it's a spooky environment you've heard stories from kids about a ghost Mm -hmm. you know you're kind of primed and ready for some spooks oh yeah some spookies to be happening
1: (laughs) on you you know it's the unknown lady who returns most frequently oh she's the she's like the main baddie Maybe she was like married to the janitor. Maybe (laughs) she was like the like the receptionist. I don't know. I forget what they call them.
0: I think the school secretary. There we go. That's still a garbage afterlife where it's like cool. Well, after spending our lives together um, and being able to pass very close to one another, we get to spend eternity at this bullshit school.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A few years ago, a student stage manager saw a girl open an off-limits backstage door during a dress rehearsal and jump up in exasperation. When he opened the door into an alcove to confront her for violating the rules,
0: no one was there. Also, just as a side note here, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: He saw her go out the wrong door and was exasperated and ran <gasps> to go tell her she broke the rules. Oh, I bet she didn't even have a hall pass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sometimes, besides
0: th- the fact that guy sounds like a dork, <laughs> um, this could have just been a stupid
1: Yeah. Definitely. Two assistant principals and a security guard were rattled when something in white flashed by them in the strange, narrow corridor behind the balcony. It flashed white.
0: Yeah, very spooky.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To this day, one of those assistant principals will not talk about what happened, refuses to discuss it, Block said. Even I don't like going to the passage behind the balcony.
0: Yes, I 100% agree with his uh, methodology here. Because if I was the principal of a high school, and I had, like, a sorta quasi-spooky experience, I would also go, I'm not gonna talk about it. Because that would freak all the kids out. Yeah.
1: This I would block that. guy sounds like he's trying to scare the children. Yeah,
0: well, I would, too. I think that's sort of the, the, like, a rite of passage, is you get to a certain point as an adult where, mm-hmm. like, you're allowed to create scary stories for kids. Yeah. <laughs> you're allowed to say things that spook them.
1: But, um, speaking of school, did you hear about the ghost who enjoyed doing housework?
0: No, the janitor, he
1: hates it. <laughs> he used to go around with a Uber. <laughs> I'm That's. S- I'm so awful. sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: That that joke sucked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is it's sucking my will to live from Wayne's World. <laughs> yep. Oh god, I'm so sorry about that one, guys. I don't feel good about it. Nobody does. <laughs> A girl in class raised her hand. When entering the supposedly empty theater last year with a group, she spied a young woman wearing white clothes standing above them in a balcony, looking down. When she asked her friend, do you see her? The figure vanished. They say white clothes. Is she wearing like a tracksuit? Like what? (laughs) That's a good
0: point. (laughs) Also, have you ever done that in your life? Have you ever seen someone in a place where a person might be? Mm -hmm. Like a balcony and say to your friend, hey, do you see that person? Because that's kind of what, like, an insane person says.
1: Actually, no, that's happened to me. Oh, my God. Um, I went to, there's this camp in Pennsylvania called Camp Lindemere. And they had this old-ass, like, crafts building. And my friends and I went there, because um, my family worked around there. And we just walk around the camp. And we looked, there's no one at the camp, only the groundskeeper, who was my uncle. And we looked inside the building, and there was a face inside that building. And we're like, do you see that? And we both saw it. Right,
0: but that's, like, no one is supposed to be there. Yeah. These guys were at school with hundreds of other kids, saw a girl <laughs> on the balcony, he's like, do you see that? Because I'm a maniac, and I need to confirm every time I see a person.
1: Okay, okay, that's fair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that just seems to me like a made-up story right away, because she said, well, I said, oh, did you see it? And she goes, yep, I see it. I go, two witnesses. Like, but why would you even freaking ask that? That's such a weird question.
1: Yeah, yeah, I- I don't do that. Like, if
0: we take a walk around our neighborhood and I see someone on the porch, I don't go, holy crap, do you see that guy on his porch? (laughs) You see it too? Ghost. Confirmed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jot it down. It
0: could just be a person up on the boat. And maybe they locked it so you couldn't get out there. But, like, kids are kids. Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to get into places they're not supposed to. Like, that's, oh, man, we're at that age now. We say stuff like kids are kids.
1: And then kids could mean 20-year-olds.
0: Yeah, it's true. Ugh. You're going to love this next part. I feel like... That was laced with sarcasm.
1: Did you know about this ghost before today, Blockax? She shook her head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's what we call a loaded or leading question. (laughs) Not a loaded question. That's wrong. It's a leading question. Like when you're you're trying to gain information, you don't Mm -hmm. ask yes or no questions like that for obvious reasons.
1: But she's told that story and then she shook her head. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Kids lie.
1: (laughs) It's just, she could have lied about knowing about the ghost. Like, they're not going to lie detector her.
0: Well, no, that's my exact point. It's like, she tells that story. He's like, did you ever hear of the ghost before then? No. (laughs) Like, she doesn't even really have to lie. She just has to say one word. (laughs) Yeah. And it creates a whole new narrative.
1: So there's another story that says, Down in Hell, a basement vault formerly used as a school's rifle range... Wild. America. <laughs> and now filled with costumes and props, a girl helping with a show opened the door into a tiny side room and was shocked to see a strange man glaring at her. She screamed, yet when others investigated, no one was there. Or so the story goes. There's just a homeless guy. Or the janitor. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine if everyone thinks that they're seeing a ghost janitor and it's for real janitor? <laughs> the
0: actual janitor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's the saddest thing. Oh. oh, Yeah, this is another one that just sounds made up. I yeah. mean, it, it's just like, there's no witnesses. She saw a, a man glaring at her. She screamed, because that's what I do. If I accidentally make eye contact with a stranger and they have kind of a dirty look, I scream immediately and every single time, regardless <laughs> of where I am. <laughs> like,
1: to be fair, um, when... I took a walk over the weekend. Uh Um, Some lady tried to open the door while I was in the bathroom, and I did shriek. (laughs) I was on the toilet, pants down, shrieking at this woman. You were in the
0: bathroom with your pants down. This girl was in a room at a (laughs) school with other people. She turned and saw a person and it was like, ah! Like, that's ridiculous. It is. Stop defending these lying teenagers.
1: What's crazy is that it's always teenage girls always i don't and i was one of those too i don't know what happens to your hormones when you're a teenage girl but you go insane well
0: it's i mean i I don't really want to uh, i know i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of paint (laughs) with a broad general stroke here Mm -hmm. like it's attention seeking behavior for the most part because i've i've you know we all went to school with these people that they always saw something they were always involved in some way in every situation I mean, and I'm not going to fault them for that. Like, you're a kid, it's what you do. But, yeah. I mean, again, anytime there are <laughs> teenage girls involved in paranormal activity, they are the paranormal activity, basically.
1: I think that with every paranormal investigation one does, if there are cats or teenage girls in five miles of you, it's not ghosts. <laughs>
0: ghost. It's one of those two things. Yeah,
1: it has to be.
0: I, I honestly can attest to that personally because we have two cats and we have an eight-year-old girl (laughs) and sometimes the cats will make a noise it sounds like her crying and i'll come in and be like what's wrong she's like nothing i'm like okay (laughs) and then i'll hear the cats running around the living room and i'll be like what are they doing and it's her in here playing around (laughs) like the similarities between cats and young girls is uncanny (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) so one kid said i'm dropping out of your class The students then followed Block across the courtyard and entered the theater lobby. He unlocked the door and let them in. The empty seats and rows were well lit, not creepy at all, with partly completed sets waiting on the stage. The school's production of the musical Legally Blonde opens this week. (laughs) I like how Block doesn't believe in ghosts, but he's doing this whole ghost story.
0: Yeah, I would. To children. I would. Like. He's in theater, like, and he's got all these kids that are hyped up and primed and ready to see some ghosts. I would do everything I could to be like, I don't believe in ghosts, but I did see something kind of spooky. Oh,
1: I would, like, use the police and stuff to, like, (laughs) make ghosts fly around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would try to convince all of those kids that there were ghosts, even though I don't believe.
1: Like, why not? Like, I would go to Soda and have them make me, like, build a monster. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: the dude works at a school. Like... Mm -hmm. Boring, I'm sure. Yeah. Make your own fun. Fair
1: enough. Who wants to check out the balcony's corridor? Block axed. This guy. I don't know about this teacher. <laughs> half the students raised their hands and the other half shrieked no. Volunteers. But when the volunteers dashed to the back of the theater yelling and laughing, the rest joined. And so they all went through the narrow door up 23 steep steps around the corner and there it was. The haunted corridor. White walls and sinister green carpet curved relentlessly to the right. How? sinister green carpeting what does that even mean if that's haunted i remember i lived in this one place with my mom and the carpets were all green and the bathtub was green and the walls were green does that mean haunted no it does not it mean just means bad haunted. taste yeah.
0: <laughs> sinister green carpeting that's the best
1: line oh ever. can we get sinister green carpeting
0: oh yes of course oh, oh. my god
1: Hell yeah.
0: That's why I try to water the lawn, because I want it to be a sinister green carpet <laughs> out on the front of the house. Oh people go, God. don't go there. See how green their lawn is? <laughs> Evil people live there.
1: Oh no. <gasps> I have green eyes. I'm sinister.
0: Sinister. Can't attest.
1: <laughs> Aw. <laughs> With no end in sight, no obvious exit at all, it felt buried.
0: It felt buried? Yeah. Beneath all that sinister green carpeting,
1: <laughs> Block told them he's been alone in the theater sometimes at night, and heard footsteps up here. Yeah, Blocks so much for a not jerk. believing.
0: Yeah, right. Like this guy is definitely setting these kids up. Sometimes I've been here by myself at night. No one's like, wait, why? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs>
1: what are you doing here alone with the sinister green carpeting in the haunted corridor? <laughs> it's
0: his favorite carpeting.
1: If this were a Scooby-Doo episode, Block would 100% be the guy pretending to haunt them.
0: Yeah, he would be the girl on the balcony. <laughs> yeah. Like, in a wig and a dress. And that one girl would be like, I saw her and he saw her too. And he was like, oh yeah? Did you hear of the ghost before this? She's like, no. And he's like, <laughs> good. <laughs> Tell everybody.
1: <laughs> on many occasions, I've called out hello, but no one has ever been there. The class walked slowly down the carpeted passageway. The sinister green carpeted passageway. That is the silliest
0: way I've ever heard a carpet (laughs) described.
1: Finally exiting onto the balcony. Nothing strange happened, but the kids seemed relieved to be in the auditorium again. The stairway is sketchy, one boy said. Everything is sketchy, Block replied.
0: (laughs) What? Everything's sketchy. questioned the man. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he just lives up there and he's trying to create this spooky narrative so people will not discover his secret apartment upstairs?
1: (laughs) That's what that guy was. Glaring. That was like his lover.
0: His lover? (laughs) Just like, what are you doing down here in the storage unit? That's where we keep our old sofa. (laughs) (laughs) Our diabolical red sofa.
1: (laughs) Do you remember that green couch that we had? God, I knew
0: that was going (laughs) to happen. I knew that was going to get mentioned.
1: When we moved in to one of our apartments. It was like our first apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jerry called me and said, I found a couch. It's not that pretty. And I was like, oh, is it comfortable? He's like, no. (laughs) It it was was awful. It was a green couch that creaked like haunted stairs every time you moved on it. It
0: weighed nothing. It weighed like four pounds. because it it was mostly made out of balsa wood and cardboard.
1: It was definitely a sinister green couch, though.
0: (laughs) It was ten dollars at the Goodwill. <laughs> when we were young and broke
1: now we're just old and broke <laughs> so the next one is from arkansas which is not in alphabetical order but the next one is super long so we'll do that on the next one <laughs>
0: so the next one you mean like could you saying the next one then the next one the one that was going to be third on the list yeah uh where's that one from
1: um arizona
0: okay Yeah, and we we don't want these episodes to be
1: super duper long, Mm -hmm. so... uh, So my Google search of the states in alphabetical order means nothing at this point?
0: Well, we're going to do a ghost story from every state Mm -hmm. over the course of several episodes. Yeah. But we're trying also... We don't want all the episodes
1: to be super long, so... Yeah, we're trying to save you, really. Don't judge my spelling. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez so in arkansas they have the tilly willy bridge
0: the tilly willy bridge yes that's how you get to where the teletubbies live
1: (laughs) (laughs) the tilly willy bridge and fayetteville i'm sorry i I think fayetteville might be right yeah
0: i could also be wrong but i've never heard of it so
1: you could be wrong you could be crazy but it just might be a lunatic you're looking for
0: i hate this moment (laughs) right right now
1: (laughs) It is believed to have been built in the early 1930s. Believed to have been built. In We're not the 1930s. sure. Records
0: are sparse. Who keeps track of this crap? You know.
1: But is believed the bridge got its name in the 1830s. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: the Tilly Willie Bridge, built by a uh, mayor wackadoodle. <laughs> Who knows when it was put up? Nobody cares.
1: Yeah. One of the early settlers was Matilda Wilson Ford. It is presumed Matilda's name slides off the tongue as easily as Tilly Willy instead of Tildy Wilson. I'm going to let that one marinate for a second. That's
0: the dog. Oh my god. That name is bizarro. Like, the Tilly Willy Bridge. It sounds like it's a place in Candyland.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, now it has to be. (laughs) Who do you think that, um... Matilda invited to her party.
0: Matilda, like from the Roald Doll book?
1: No, like from the story.
0: Oh. Like the ghost. Oh, I didn't realize her name was Matilda. Oh, Tilly Willy. Okay. I have no idea. I'm so lost at
1: this but, point. But like, if she were to invite someone to a party, who do you think she would invite? Johnny Depp. Anyone she could dig up.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. <laughs>
1: That's a long setup okay, for a little si-
0: payoff. Side note then.
1: Yes. You're gonna have a party mm-hmm.
0: and you can invite dead people. Right, right, right. Only dead people. Right. Who's the first person you invite to your party with dead people?
1: <gasps> oh my lord. Lisa Left Eye Lopez.
0: Oh, that's actually a really good one.
1: I love her so much. And she's the only like celebrity that I like weeped when she died.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a really good one.
1: Thank you. She was a really good like rapper.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good one. I gotta, I gotta say, that's pretty. Uh, How about nice. you? Um, I was actually gonna say F. Scott Fitzgerald, oh, huh. because The Great Gatsby. Like he writes about parties and stuff, and like I just have this feeling that he's like a a super interesting person to have at a party. You know what I mean? He's got lots of cool stuff to say.
1: And Left Eye would be able to like during it. That'd be dope.
0: That'd be a great party.
1: That would be a great dead man's party. They both
0: show up and we're like, so you're the only two we were able to get. Sorry.
1: <laughs> we couldn't summon anymore.
0: We ran out of mana, so...
1: Oh, no. Oh, I forgot we were doing a story. Um, The current owner of the property, Herman Jones, said the bridge was added to the area to control flooding. It was never intended to be a bridge, Jones said. It was a dam. D- you think it was a goddamn?
0: Was it a goddamn? <laughs> I like that he's like he had to specify like it, it was a dam, it's not a bridge. Yeah. He's not evident by looking at it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. Regardless, people still use it as a bridge, and many have died while trying to cross it, including a University of Arkansas student who accidentally drove off and drowned. A real quick side note, which we do a lot of. In Kansas, you have to say our Kansas River. And I kept trying to say our Kansas as the state and it's really hard to turn it off
0: yeah oh yeah so for people who have no idea what we're talking about arkansas has the word kansas in it but we obviously don't say it that way but here in kansas we have the arkansas river i hate it and yeah and and you can always tell when someone's from out of town because they'll say oh the arkansas river and people around here are <laughs> so uppity about oh, it i got
1: so much crap about it when people i moved out here so mad Oh my goodness. Uh, but
0: no, I do that same thing. I when I see a map, mm-hmm. my brain is like Alabama, Arkansas, <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs>
1: so if I accidentally say Arkansas, just I'm sorry. It's programming. Yeah. The most well known death though is the one of a woman who killed herself and her children by driving off the bridge. It's said by many people that the woman's ghost still haunts the area. I don't know if this is a true story or not, but every single bridge, no matter how big or small, has this story. Yeah, I actually two of the bridges in the same town, growing up, <laughs> said that, and like yeah. one was like the bridge from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh huh. So it's like any kind of over water, <laughs> a puddle, a woman died with her kids. Well, and we
0: where we grew up, we had a huge drawbridge mm-hmm. that the middle would raise up to let boats through, and I don't know about you, but I heard so many stories of so many people jumping from it and dying, or hanging off of it when it opened and then Mm -hmm. it closed and they fell and they died i always dreamed of hanging on it what why after all the stories it
1: looks so fun that's why they did it it's like a
0: thousand feet
1: in the air it does not look fun at all i have no upper body strength i'd go right down (laughs) yeah i
0: was like why does it seem fun like you would never at the moment you went to go lean over you would just immediately drop off oh for sure for sure But that, yeah, that does seem to be a weird bridge thing. I googled a picture of the Tilly Willy Bridge. Mm-hmm. And I think calling it even a bridge is really generous. Yeah. Because it looks like crap. Like, <laughs> it, it it is a dam. I can see what he's saying. It looks like a wall. And we'll post pictures and stuff of all this. But it's like a wall. And like, it looks like it's really unkept. And like, it almost looks like it has a dirt road over the top <laughs> of it. Like... I mean, you could go off of that with your car. Like, I completely believe that. But the river looks like it's maybe five feet deep. Maybe. Like, it doesn't look like a big river. It's like a creek. So unless she went over, like, in a Fisher-Price car, like, she's <laughs> probably
1: okay. It is said by many people that the woman's ghost still haunts the area. You could see a lady in a white dress dancing <laughs> off the side in a field. You can see that you're not ready for this.
0: I I believe you.
1: You can see a green goblin crossing the creek. (laughs) What (laughs) the
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so (laughs) let's unpack some of this. So we're going to start with the lady ghost, because that's the least ridiculous part of this story. I'm starting to get the impression that white dresses are like the red shirt Mm -hmm. of women. Yeah. If you wear a white dress... That's what you're going to be haunting people in, so your chances of not coming back from your away mission to the store or wherever <laughs> it goes up exponentially if you put on a white dress.
1: I have the best idea. I'm going to get a series of white flowing dresses and walk around the woods at my job just slowly. Or like if someone goes, I'm going to run past.
0: I don't think you'd be able to stay off your phone long enough to convince people <laughs> you were a ghost. <laughs> you would be on Instagram like the whole time. <laughs>
1: I'm a modern ghost.
0: God. So, a green goblin. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. That's new. Do you think it's like the comic book one or just That's like a little green what goblin? Like the, said, the face mask that doesn't move?
0: Yeah, it is, as soon as you said they saw a green goblin, the first thing that popped in my head was Willem Dafoe <laughs> in that shiny Power Rangers yeah. suit. Like, walking across the bridge. And
1: if it's not him why are there goblins because it's either like the green goblin from spider-man that pops into my head or the little goblins from fable like fable yeah. three so one what does it look like it's just green and the goblin two why are the goblins is there one goblin is there a goblin family
0: i don't know why i find it less ridiculous for you to believe in ghosts than to believe in goblins <laughs> they're equally as impossible and improbable so for like. sure I'm not sure why I offer more respect to someone who believes in ghosts. <laughs> Do you think th- it's
1: a Loveland frogman? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what it was. They saw another iguana running across a bridge.
1: I'm sorry. What? We discussed that is it a frog man.
0: You discussed. <laughs> I've presented the facts. You'll either accept them or not. I'm not (laughs) going to discuss it with you anymore.
1: If you think the love and frogman is real, email us at harleyparanormalgmail.com. Okay, so
0: so they saw a lady in white, classic ghost. They saw a goblin. Right, right, uh, right. With or without Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. And then some car lights coming at you, but there's no car. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. There's a car. Fuck out of (laughs) here. They're
0: described as car lights. Well, there's car lights, but then there's no car. It's like...
1: What? <laughs> that doesn't
0: make sense. Yeah, I think this is one where it's like, it's an old bridge. It's spooky looking. It has a, a weird name, so it kind of sticks out in your mind. And bridges are, you know, again, bridges are a classic part of folklore. Yeah. Classic part of ghost stories. There's some sort of, because you don't, you don't hang out on a bridge. There's a transitional... You don't. Well, <laughs> I'm not Anthony Kiedis, but (laughs) there's this sort of transitional quality to a bridge. Like, it's a place that you're meant to be on temporarily to go from one place to the next. You don't have a picnic on a bridge, you know? Mm -hmm. So, it does have another kind of weird feeling when you're there. And I think that's all this really is. I think it's just a matter of people... Sorry, I'm moving around a lot. (laughs) It's a matter of people just creating stories, telling ghost stories.
1: Yeah. So, the guy who investigated it, um, Cav... Caveness. Words are hard.
0: Caveness? Yeah. That's like a horrible adjective. (laughs) I I like your living room's caveness. Stalactites (laughs) and stalagmites.
1: He said he's always been skeptical of any paranormal activity, but his experience at the bridge changed his mind. Oh man, do they give these guys a script? They've got to.
0: Because we hear this all the time, where they go, well, I don't believe in ghosts at all but I believe now. And I'm like, okay, so you weren't fooled and now you were fooled.
1: I mean, now we're kind of screwing ourselves because like, what if we have a paranormal experience? Like, we are skeptics. The thing is, we're not going to it does change our mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm open to that. Like, I'm, that's the thing. I will change my mind. But the thing is, I'm not going to say, well, we had a paranormal experience. I believe in the paranormal. I'm going to say, we had an experience that I cannot explain. Yeah. So until I can explain it, You know what I mean?
1: Okay, well, what if, like, without a doubt, no doubt in your mind whatsoever, we see paranormal activity?
0: But if there's no doubt in my mind whatsoever, it's because there's been some kind of scientific data to prove it's a ghost. So my belief is irrelevant.
1: But you could say it changed your mind yes because
0: <laughs> facts will change my mind unsubstantiated claims and anecdotal evidence will not no, so if my you say use big words <laughs> but if i say like oh i'm a parent you know i'm a paranormal skeptic i don't believe in any of that stuff but i had an experience i couldn't explain so i've decided to explain it by calling it paranormal <laughs> that's not the same thing as saying like well now here are scientific facts that say i will i will stop on a dime like i will spin right around and change my mind but the Oh, that rhyme. <laughs> but wicked, wicked. I'm not going to change my mind with anything short of provable, peer-reviewed scientific data. So having an experience like this guy is irrelevant to me because it's based off of his feelings and his thoughts. Mm-hmm. So if we find it, the one thing that'll change my mind, a scientific proven basis for this stuff, mm-hmm. my belief in it, it doesn't matter because science is true whether or not you believe it. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs>
1: My <laughs> like, god. Well, like, when you're on this bridge and you see this ghost, I feel like it would be like respectful to ask where you want to take the ghost for lunch.
0: <laughs> These segues
1: are trash. <laughs> By the way, you take them to Pizza Haunt. I them to
0: Pizza Hunt, I love that. Oh man.
1: Oh wait, I have one perfect for this story. Okay. What do you call a ghost with a broken leg? a hobbling goblin (laughs) oh i should have done that one before (laughs) so anyway i
0: thought if he had a broken leg it's because he had one foot in the grave
1: (laughs) (laughs) god damn it you're so good at these i like google for like two hours of jokes (laughs) i spend my time at work um looking (laughs) at Anyway, said, as soon as we got to the bridge, it was calm still night. There wasn't any fog. That means no pirates. He said, and the temperature dropped drastically, like maybe ten degrees. He also said that they heard knocking and a woman's voice and decided to get out of there. Why? If you're investigating, investigate. Don't that be is a the pussy. F-
0: exactly. I would be so irritated if like I was with some investigators and we're out at the bridge. We heard knocking and a woman's voice and they're like, Let's cheese it! I'm like, this is exactly why we're here. Yeah. What are you doing?
1: But it did snap some quick pictures, but you couldn't see anything. I was looking out at the bridge. But when we got back and developed the pictures, there was just this white orb just where we were at the bridge. I can be open to many things. Many, many things. Orbs can go fuck themselves. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I think that's actually there's kind of two camps in the paranormal interest community. There are people who think that orbs are total garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I've, I know Emma and Dan from Real Life Ghost Stories have kind of talked about, like, they don't buy orbs at all.
1: Oh my god, I was so afraid that you were going to say that they love orbs. And then we'd have to <laughs> cut this whole thing out because I will never disrespect Emma and Dan. How dare And Tiny you? Bims.
0: <laughs> um, but then there's the people that do. They they buy into it. And what I've noticed is there are people like us and, like, a lot of the other paranormal shows that mm-hmm. you can listen to that they don't take orbs seriously. And then the other people are, like, Zach Baggins, the paranormal lockdown crowd. Like, it's all—it's almost like a barometer if someone's like, oh, we got a picture of an orb. I'm like, oh, you're a hack. Okay. <laughs> like, it's like masks in public now. Mm-hmm. If someone has no mask on, I go, oh, without even talking to you, I can tell
1: you're a moron. Like, yeah. So there's... Wear a mask, by the way. <laughs> Please wear a mask. Everyone wear a mask. If you don't. It's not political. It's science. Wear a mask. Yep. I mean, Paul Rudd also said so. So, like, just do it.
0: I'll do whatever he says.
1: Oh. He's so dreamy. (laughs) Yeah, for realsies. So we have some eyewitness reports. Holy shit. On the Tilly Willy Facebook page. Oh my god. They got pictures? No, like eyewitness accounts, like stories.
0: Oh, I was hoping some people got some pictures of that (laughs) goblin.
1: Well, now we have to make a goblin out of paper mache and then put it there.
0: No, because you can make money. J. Jonah Jameson pays good money for pictures (laughs) of the goblin.
1: Oh. Proud you got that. me. You got me. Proud of that one. So, the atmosphere was definitely very creepy, and it's definitely something that I won't forget, especially the first few times you go, someone named Lauren said. You're just like, wow, this is weird. Someone did die here. You could totally see it happening.
0: <gasps> Fucking morbid. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Lauren said the whole atmosphere of the bridge was a perfect place to tell scary stories. So, a place to- to die.
0: <laughs> so, a place to further prime yourself- so you're going to go into a scary place to tell scary stories and then go, oh my god, we thought we saw a ghost. It's like, well, of course you did. Yeah. We saw Paranormal Activity 4 in the theaters and we were terrified to go to the warehouse at work after that. Oh
1: my god, that was so scary. It was so
0: stupid, but like, I believed it. I was like, there's invisible
1: demons in the warehouse. For sure. It was on like a fort, so I mean, maybe.
0: Yeah, well, it was on the weekend, so the warehouse, no one was there, so it was all dark. By the way, Paranormal Activity 4 is scary as hell. Oh, yeah. We saw it in theaters, and then the next day we had to work in a spooky room. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go in the warehouse, take out the trash, and you're just like, oh, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so someone said, it was really creepy. The trees were really grown over the road, and it created, like, that halo environment of scary Halloween environment. What? That's not me fucking up reading. That's, That's what the That's just some words. Said. I don't even know what that means. I have no idea. it's scary.
0: Said she- Read it one more time. <sighs>
1: It was really creepy, she said. The trees were really grown over the road and it created like that halo environment of like a scary Halloween environment.
0: It's like she read some of these words somewhere and knew they were probably related but didn't know how to put them into a sentence.
1: Yeah. She said she was upset when they tore it down. It's completely different now but we still have the memory," she said. I think the stories behind it are super cool and you know, it's neat that the legacy of the bridge is still living on even though it's torn down and redone.
0: The legacy of the Tilly Willy Bridge. Also, it's been torn down and rebuilt. Because the pictures I googled, it looks like it was rebuilt 50 years ago. <laughs> it's a heavily used bridge in that case.
1: A, despite having different experiences, it's firmly believed by many that there is something or someone lurking at the bridge. The whole atmosphere was scary, and the stories behind it were scary, but definitely a place I would never forget, Lawrence said. I'm a believer that there is something. I don't know if you would say haunted, but there is some entity. There's something there at Tilly Willy.
0: Yeah, it's not haunted, but there is an entity. Norman Osborn. The green <laughs> Goblin.
1: Yeah, we can't get over. I don't the even green give a crap thing. about the other
0: ghosts they saw. As soon as they say that there's a green goblin, I'm just like, well, that's the most ridiculous thing you could ever say you saw there. Yeah. Besides like a juggling elephant. I'd be like, oh, green goblin. Well, that's all I'm gonna focus on.
1: Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed, um Traveling the states with us. But, like, Jerry, do you know what Central American country has the most spooks? No. Costa Rica. Oh. And, like, do you know where, do you know when ghosts usually appear? At night. Just in- before someone screams? <laughs> 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 oh, okay. I get that. They go, 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 And they run away. <laughs> and then their teeth chatter out of their mouth And it's a whole thing
0: Oh my goodness Yeah, so this is um sort of the time in the episode Where we'll talk about our recommendations mm-hmm. And it's been a little bit of It's been a while, I think, since we've given any proper recommendations So, yeah. do you have any recommendations?
1: I mean, there's so many good-ins out there Obviously no Real Life Ghost Stories and full movie podcast Oh yeah I um, have been binging really hard. Um, the Poisoner's Cabinet.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And S- Sinead? Sinead. Am I saying? It? Oh my God, she sounds like Girl Eddie Izzard, and I might.
0: <laughs> Which I- is a really weird descriptor if you actually think about it for a second.
1: <laughs> but the thing is that um, I don't want to come off too strong, but like I might be in love with her. That's fair. So, like, I just want to leave it out there in case... I don't know. Stuff happens. I don't know. Life and Please talk to me in that (laughs) accent.
0: (laughs) Well, like, when we do our promos, like I said, we try to kind of work the episode around the promo. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's fairly successful. Sometimes it is not. Uh, But this one, like, the Ghost Story guys, they talk about ghost stories. Yeah. And that's why we wanted to do a promo for this episode, because ghost stories sort of like what Emma and Dan do where they just talk about just the story itself yeah what it means to the people who are telling it and what it says about the people who are telling it is really important and that's kind of what I like about the stories we had here is like they're kind of silly but they really speak to the, the community that they're from in a way yeah and they tell something about that community. I mean, the one at the high school, all of it is ridiculous, but it really does show the interesting relationship between high schoolers and each other and high schoolers and the staff. Yeah. And I like that story a lot. So we're going to do a lot more of these episodes of just kind of talking about ghost stories from around the country. And I kind of want to thank Ghost Story Guys for, Mm -hmm. one, uh, not only putting out a great show. Existing. (laughs) Existing. But for acting in a little bit of a way uh, as kind of inspiration for that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I love Ghost Stories because, like, everyone has a different spin on, you know, whatever it is, where they're from. Like, Ghost Stories in Kansas are different from Ghost Stories in Jersey.
0: Yeah, 100%. But,
1: like, even if it's about the same thing, you know, like, Mm -hmm. the lady in white and stuff like that. And it doesn't matter if you believe or not. Like, your heart kind of races when you hear one. And I love that.
0: Because it goes back to the the what if Mm -hmm. and the idea that I think in this sort of modern era that we live in Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we have lost a piece of kind of what makes us people Mm -hmm. Uh, it used to be like the hearth which is like the heart of the home Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we would gather around to cook meals and to tell stories and the hearth has been kind of replaced by the tv and then the tv has been replaced by phones and with these upgrades to the hearth We find ourselves further and further apart from one another. So that sharing of stories, which is so intrinsically human uh, in the same way that music is, it's kind of become less and less a part of our lives. So podcasts that tell these sort of stories, like the Ghost Story Guys, like Real Life Ghost Stories, and even like the Poisoner's Cabinet, it's important. They're, They're doing culturally and socially important work because... Maybe we're all far away, and maybe we're only listening in our headphones and we're not engaging in the story in a a more direct way, Mm -hmm. but it is bringing us all in some kind of way back to the hearth and back to that storytelling, story-sharing thing, because that chill up your spine that you get when you hear a scary story, Mm -hmm. even if you don't believe it's real, that's you connecting with the storyteller and the other listeners of the story in a supremely human way that... I don't feel like you can get it from any other medium.
1: And we could be your hearth. We could tell you spooky stories and you could talk to us online.
0: Yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um we'll do so... like a zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a big zoom meeting where we all tell spooky stories.
1: Oh my god, I love that.
0: We'll have to work something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. So That's something
1: far... you're interested in. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know. So I have a couple of
0: recommendations myself. Mm-hmm. One is Is it just you? it's just me
1: honestly i recommend myself (laughs) i recommend
0: you stay well away i am am awful (laughs) no um my recommendations is the book a strange little place written by brennan store he's one of the hosts of ghost story guys i've been Mm -hmm. listening to it on audiobook it's really good he has a wonderful way with words that is very uh his approach to storytelling is is you know very much on display there that's my number one get an audiobook we're all working from home, or <laughs> not at all, so we all have extra time on our hands right now. So wherever you can get audiobooks, yeah, or just go buy the book and sit and read it somewhere.
1: Oh, I love a physical book.
0: Yeah, me too. We have too many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my second recommendation is go ahead and get yourself on SoundCloud, and I want you to go ahead and find a little band called the Demon Gin. I
1: was kind of um hoping that you would be like, and check out my new SoundCloud album, like like the rappers <laughs> uh
0: no demon Gin is a band with uh singer sinead from the poisoner's cabinet and they are beyond awesome <laughs> i kind of have uh become mildly obsessed with the band so uh obviously it was gonna be my recommendation so go ahead um uh, they're on soundcloud the demon Gin. uh very excellent if you want to listen to something new and uh you know Show uh, some podcasters some extra love. Yeah. Now we're gonna have some spooky reviews between now and the quote unquote next episode. Spooky, review. it's a spooky, spooky reviews. Spooky reviews. Spooky review. We're gonna work on a song. I don't know.
1: <laughs> we we have a friend Christian who we um, he wants to record something for us like an intro or something, but we can't think of what to say. Well, so to be someday. clear,
0: to be very clear, because we kind of made it sound like recording an intro sounds like music. He does voiceovers.
1: Oh, and he's so good. And
0: he's really good. And he offered to do something for us. And I want to do something, <laughs> but I'm i i am trying to write something for him to, to make for If us. you
1: want to write us an intro, email us. Yeah, if like
0: you there. have suggestions, just send us suggestions. Something cool that we can have him say maybe at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Uh, that would help us out a I lot. I just
1: want like a three minute recording of compliments to me. <laughs> I will buy, I'll buy that from him. That sounds Oh, great. Sweet.
0: <laughs> Uh, But our next episode, like our next kind of normal, hardly paranormal episode, is a little bit special because it is inspired by the Poisoner's Cabinet. And that's all I'm going to say right now. Ooh, I don't even know what it is. Uh, You do know what it is. Oh. Because we talked about it.
1: (laughs) Narcolepsy, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, no, that's great. That's perfect. That means you forgot everything I've told you, so it'll all be a surprise. Yay!
1: Hooray! Also, we did watch um, porn star par- paranormal porn stars. Yep. We watched a lot
0: of paranormal TV <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, we watched paranormal uh, porn stars. We watched paranormal nine one one, which is my favorite thing to loathe right now. <laughs> uh, we watched a couple of other shows. We watched something from Canada. Uh, I'm not going to give them all away because uh, you know we want to be a little bit of a surprise. But we're going to have some spooky reviews coming out very soon. So if you like this episode, you can follow us on Twitter at Hardly Paranormy with a Y. Uh, or on Instagram at Hardly Paranormal, where I am the most active. Uh, you can also join our Facebook group, Hardly Paranormal, where Lacey is the most active. And you can uh, subscribe to us on CastBox or Spotify, All of them, On all the ones that have a subscribe button. And if you... Really like the episode? Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Castbox. Uh, it helps more awesome listeners like you get our show to other people's ears.
1: <laughs> Their ear That holes. doesn't make
0: any sense. I said <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, the reviews help more people hear the show. So if you like this and you want more people to hear it, do that. Or if you hate this show and you really want other people to hear it, to make them suffer.
1: Yeah, that's how we find most of our paranormal shows. Like you guys that's put us through hell. <laughs>
0: And, and they're not all terrible. No. He said, convincing no one. <laughs> and if you have any questions or comments, or if you want to send us suggestions for future episodes, if you have any ghost stories uh, that you'd like us to talk about, or if you have any uh, suggestions for terrible paranormal reality <laughs> shows... Please send those to us at harleyparanormal at gmail.com. You can also send it to us on Instagram, Facebook. Anywhere, honestly. Anywhere, really. And we are also, as per a suggestion from the lovely uh, Matt over at Full Movie Podcast, we are going to start reviewing paranormal YouTube channels as well.
1: Oh, hell to the yes. Yeah.
0: This was an idea I had a while ago. This is what I'm... Harley
1: Paranormal was. Yeah, this
0: was original. yeah, this is exactly, originally what the show was going to yeah. be.
1: You were going to do voiceovers of, like, really shitty paranormal <laughs> yeah. things.
0: And then there was so much work involved, I was like,
1: ugh, never mind. Let's do a podcast. But... I wasn't even part of Harley Paranormal at first. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but we, uh, this was something that, like, um, I had been thinking about for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think that might be kind of crappy. Maybe people wouldn't be into that. And Matt was like, you guys should do YouTube channels. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, we're doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been Jerry. I've been Lacey. And remember, it's probably just the wind.
1: Call me Sinead. <laughs>